Companies are irresponsible about the storage of personal information. They sell it, or they care little about its security, which is why so many thefts happen. On this note, Bitcoin began to gain popularity. In 2017, when many came to the crypto market, people mistakenly believed that Bitcoin was private, when in reality it could be called pseudo-privacy. Now there are less such misunderstandings. But there is also no proper solution to the problem, the complete openness of the entire network, moreover, for everyone. Here Ironfish comes to help us with its blockchain and cryptocurrency. Ironfish itself uses layer 1 when transactions are protected by the ZK Snarks protocol. Zero knowledge. In two words, this is today's standard. But there is also an improvement in the form of using the developments of Zcash sampling protocol. Here is the question you might have by now. Why do we need another blockchain when we already have Zcash, Monero and Dash? If everything was fine with them, then yes, there would be no point. But they'll have weaknesses in terms of privacy and or accessibility. They are obsolete and don't meet current requirements. Among other things, Ironfish supports WebRTC and WebSockets. We ourselves use them very often, without even knowing it. Well, we as developers know about them. Twitch probably uses them for implementing the chat. Ironfish, in turn, used them for similar purposes. Creating and maintaining a P2P, peer-to-peer -peer connection. The ultimate goal is to allow general users to run nodes, building true decentralization. Also, here's a couple of things during the execution and validation of the transaction, which I'd like to highlight. Let's leave behind what happens in a regular blockchain, Bitcoin for example. Now we're interested in some features. When creating a transaction, there is so-called spend description and output description. The first one describes the initial data, how many coins are on the wallet. The output description, in turn, consists of two parameters, how much and where assets are sent, and how much will remain after the transaction. Only the main parameters remain encrypted, leaving a note that the transaction was created correctly. No details of the transaction can be seen, neither the account information nor the transaction itself unless the owner themselves grants read permissions using ViewKey. The validity of the transaction is verified by consensus, which forces the nodes to build blocks in accordance with the rules. Otherwise, the block with this transaction will not be accepted by other nodes. Here is a little note. A block is an entity that includes a certain number of transactions. Miners, on the other hand, mine these blocks thus processing transactions, allowing the system to function with a sufficiently high degree of security. The validation process looks like this. Check that there is no public information. Check that the number of sent tokens from one wallet is equal to the number received on the other, minus the commission. Verify that each signature in the spend description signed the transaction hash. Check key fields in a transaction. Check that there are no malicious validators. Ironfish can become one of those cores of Web3, being responsible for the privacy of data, transactions, 
I talked about this in more detail in the podcast about WebTree. Compared this to invention and adoption of SSL certificates, which completely changed the current Web2 and paved the way for a more secure internet. If you don't know, an SSL certificate is a security certificate required to transfer data securely using an encryption protocol. See you in the next episode.